Welcome to the Silver Screen Project, where we look back at a series of films in anticipation of an exciting new cinema release. In preparation for the next big Marvel film, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, we've gone back to 2015 to watch Ant-Man. Ant-Man. The final film of Phase 2 in the MCU, which I always thought was a bit weird. but Yeah, they quite often do that, don't they? They stick one on at the end after the big team-up film. It's just just schedules, maybe. Who knows, really? Um, What did you think of Ant-Man? Yeah, I really liked it. I remember at the time thinking it was, you know, it, it struck the balance of kind of comedy, taking that comedy a little bit further than some of the MCU films with Paul Rudd, of course, is quite a comedic yeah. actor. Um, quite creative in lots of ways. Basically, yeah, felt the same when I watched it a couple of nights ago. I came away thinking it was a fun kind of heist film that did the origin story right in kind of in a more refreshing way than maybe other films. What about yourself? Yeah, I remember when it came out, I was like, yeah, this is great. Like Similar things as you, the comedy, yeah. Paul Rudd was very good at and the heist elements were good. On rewatch, I was like, "It's okay." Like, I still, yeah, I, okay, I still yeah. liked it, yeah. but not as much as when it no. first came out. Because it was like, on, I've probably seen it four or five times. Now, oh, really? It, I uh, think this is probably like the third time I've ever oh, seen no, it. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I think I watched it before the second one, and I've done a Marvel mm. watch for it at some point. Right, I was just okay. like. Yeah, it's it's good, but like yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a got, bit forgettable I in hindsight. See that. It's very low stakes, which I think is one of the things I kind of liked about it in the yes. first place. But that makes you kind of it's easy to almost forget it amongst the overall story. Yeah, because it doesn't really fit in. It's not like a world breaking kind of catastrophe. I think like on it's one of those that on first viewing. It, I think because the the standout bits are like like you said the the comedy and the heist mm. are things that work really well on yeah. first view but when you know the jokes and you know how the heist is going to work and the outcome it yeah. draws you in a bit less there's definitely stuff that didn't land as well for me this time like the whole like Luis thing where he's doing the is it Luis he's called yeah, yeah. basically you isn't it <laughs> he's doing the whole like talking telling the story and everyone's talking in his voice like that didn't really land for me this time I remember I the first time that was really funny really that really funny great. yeah and yeah. I was just kind of like yeah okay there's quite a lot of because I was going to say famously, but not of course. Most people won't know this. Um, it was Edgar Wright originally doing this film, and he'd yes. written the the original script, and it was almost you know in in it was almost they, they filmed some. Well, they started filming it. Yeah, um, it might be one of your trivia's now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can really see a couple of moments like that. And um, there's the bit where the Siri does dis- disintegration by the cure. I feel like that's an Edgar Wright joke. Yeah, and the Thomas the Tank Engine train at the end. All that kind of. There's some kind of very, yeah, they feel very Edgar Wright moments there, but they may not be. I have no idea. Well, I think from what I read, just looking through some trivia, a lot of it is about Edgar Wright. And I think I, I think something like 75% of the script stayed the same. Right, okay. Um, yeah. Hank Pym's daughter, Hope, was almost not in oh, Edgar Wright's really? version at okay, all. I okay. think you might see her once or something. Okay, so she um, wouldn't have helped them, yeah. Which yeah. explains why she doesn't really do much in this film, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a couple of extra scenes with Michael Douglas's Ant Man. Oh, when he was actually when Ant-Man. he was Ant Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was Edgar Wright that cast Paul Rudd because he wanted like mm. someone who's like naturally charismatic and likable, yeah. to play this ex-con, which yeah, can be yeah. quite hard to make likable. Definitely, yeah. And he, I think, a lot of that character stuff works really well. I think Paul Rudd is really good in this. This might be 
his best appearance in MCU films. I think I can't really remember two that well. I know that you've watched it since because we yeah. do an episode on it at some point. Um, and um, it's just bit parts otherwise, really. Yeah. Isn't it? So I think his relationship with his daughter, that kind of that kind of heart of the story, I think does work quite well still. Yeah. yeah so I think that was one of the bits that I kind of enjoyed the most and that kind mm. of continues into the second one which we'll talk about next yeah, time yeah. is the relationship between Scott and Cassie because it seems mm. not only like genuine but like it's not just a standard father-daughter relationship they've actually like these seem like real people who've yeah, got a real yeah, relationship yeah. you're like it's not yeah, too that cliched like when yeah. the bit that stands out in that when he gives her the ugly bear and the mum is like oh why did you get that and then the girl like really the Cassie really likes it yeah, she's it's like, like, so, so ugly, ugly. Yeah. it's like they really get each other and you're like you say yeah that, that kind of um, continues in the second one I mean in terms of the cast like I, I really like most of the cast I know the crew that are kind of with him his little um, convict yeah. crew they don't all really get stuff to do and they're kind of I think they were quite fun but they're, they're just fairly backing, forgettable yeah. but but like Darren Cross the the bad guy who becomes Yellow Jacket yes. I think he's really good he is good is he in House of Cards he is, is House right? of Cards yeah because yeah. I haven't seen that so I, I think that was kind of in its peak when yeah, yeah. this came out and I was like oh yeah it's the guy from House of Cards is he quite a similar character I think God, he's I think if I remember I obviously haven't rewatched that yeah. but he plays like a <laughs> lobbyist so he's oh, kind okay, of okay, he's yeah. a bit smarmy but overall he's kind of a, a pretty nice guy okay so he's, okay. he's, a, he's a more positive likeable guy in House of Cards because in this he's he almost like a Lex Luthor I know obviously he's a bald businessman <laughs> yeah. so it's hard to but you know he's he really like almost from the start he's like he's a murderer yeah. and I think there's a really funny line when he comes around to the house and they're like did he see um, Hope there and that and she's like he's he's gonna kill us and we're like what like do they all know that he's a murderer like he's just supposed to be a businessman yeah but obviously we see him with the like goo gun thing at the start like the miniaturization i think that um his kind of serious murder stuff and then like the goo guard yeah it's an yeah. example of how this bal- this film really balances silly and serious quite fun yeah and i yeah. think like that that's probably shown the most in scott and hank's relationship where scott is a very silly man and hank is deadly serious deadly serious and that kind of combination is quite fun and yeah you see it the same with cross where he he is quite silly at times and some of the stuff he's in it but he's a super serious businessman yeah yeah i think yeah i I really like i think the main cast like hope isn't really in it much and i wouldn't really even count her as much the main cast same with like there's the cop um, the new husband of yes. of Judy Greer's character. She's called something. She plays the same character as Jurassic World, doesn't she? The <laughs> mum, unfortunately. Yeah, um, they're all they're all fine. But yeah, the standouts: Scott Lang, uh, Darren Cross, and Hank Pym, and their respective actors that play them. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all really good. I think uh, it's a really solid yeah. central cast there. No, um, I'd agree. Yeah, um, what else did you like? Yeah, so like all, all the Scott Lang stuff is fun. And I think, um, well, well, the the heist where they steal the Ant-Man suit yes, from, yeah. um, I was going to call it Michael Douglas, <laughs> from Hank Pym's house yeah. is really fun. It's, yeah. And it, it kind of shows Scott's intelligence. So you've seen him be a bit yeah, of a silly character, yeah. but like, oh, actually, you can believe this guy's got like a PhD or whatever. Like, because <laughs> yeah. he can do this stuff. Electrical and I think it's even funny the fact that, like, Hank set it all up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, and he's just, he was watching them the whole time. Yeah, like, Hank, Hank knows what he's doing. Um, and then soon after that, I think that first scene where Scott Lang becomes, and yes. the way he first shrinks yeah, down yeah. in the bath, 
It and looks really good. Thing. It like, looks great. It's that kind of macro lens thing that they do, like toy photography and stuff like that yeah. to make things. It's like a funny thing with scale and, and focus. And then the scale like worked that. great. It's really good. I was and, a bit confused about the architecture of that building, but yeah, and it worked for the it's same. It's very convenient that there's like a all night, all day club going on just so yeah. we can have that little bit. But yeah, I think that's really cool. And it's fun that then Hank is on the the line with him like talking him through it and it yeah. kind of introduces them straight away and we get cool bits like him pretending to be the lawyer and the ants there's a lot of ant stuff in this and I know that sounds silly but <laughs> but there's not ants, but ants I watched it Lewis was listening um, if anyone hasn't seen it there's a great little I think it's literally 15 seconds um, with Michael Douglas and Scott Lang, played by Paul Rudd. <laughs> and uh, they just say ants a load of times and they're doing hand and like slapping their chests and stuff. Yeah. Um, yes, the sequel, I don't, I know you've seen it and obviously we don't want to go into too much. Um, I don't remember there being as much ant stuff in it. Maybe there is, or maybe I'd just forgotten how ant heavy these films are. This first one has got a lot of ants because I think it's because Hank Pym does more stuff. And, and he more, uses the ants loads. Because they do the whole bit with the training where it's like, and these ants are like this, and these ants are this. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like the ant, I guess that it's the ant heist team is kind of what they're doing yeah. there, which is quite funny. But and yeah, the, I just remember, I came out of it going, there's a lot of ant stuff in this. I remember as well, the bit with like Anthony dying. I remember <laughs> that in the cinema was quite like emotional. And this <laughs> but, time I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I I think uh, well actually one thing worth mentioning is uh, the Falcon scene yes so yeah. I remember in cinema he just turns up you're like what the fuck and then yeah him I like like that originally him being like he's a new Avenger and then him trying to like kind of prove himself prove almost. himself and he's like don't tell Cap about this <laughs> yeah like, I, I thought it was quite fun I liked it better this time and I like the, the intro to it where they're like oh it's just this that place in New Jersey or whatever that's just like yeah not being used as a disused facility and then as he goes through the clouds you can see the Avengers symbol like I think that's quite <laughs> fun and yeah it is a little bit like there's a couple of references where they're like we should turn this over to the Avengers and he's like oh St- not like the Starks. Yeah. I don't like Stark. And it's <laughs> like, it, th- that felt like a kind of shoved in reference. Whereas the intro I thought was really cool where it's the de-aged Michael Douglas. Yeah, and you get Peggy cool. Carter there. You get the guy, is he Hydra? Do we see that in this? Yes. Because I, I think, think I missed that reference. Do. The guy who gets like punched. Yeah. Who's trying to buy the weapon and stuff at the end. But Maybe um, you don't see it in this. I think there's a bit where he says Hail Hydra or something. Or maybe he, it's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. maybe. No, he's not in he's S.H.I.E.L.D. He's not in S.H.I.E.L.D. is he? No. But yeah, did the, before we get into kind of more negative stuff, I suppose, I, I've got like, I think the whole final sequence when... Yellow Jacket and Ant Man are fighting. I think that's all really, really solid stuff. Yeah. There's some great action. And when it zooms out and you see the little lasers from just like shooting from nothing. Yeah. And there's fun bits with scale where like they can pick up the toys because they're so dense. And then they throw it and they're avoiding them. And then when one gets hit, it just bounces off yeah. them because they're just little wooden blocks. It's just um, when I it's think it's Yellow Jacket clever. gets hit by Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. He's like, oh, it just, <laughs> and it just hits him and falls over. It's very good. Like it's just it's very clever and it's it's it balances like action and comedy together really well. I think that whole and it it becomes this kind of horrific thing where he kind of collapses in on himself yellow jacket and goes like into the quantum realm yeah it, it balances quite a lot of kind of interesting things there but 
Um, yeah, anything else before you want to move into more negative stuff? Um, I think that's pretty. I got. I quite. I enjoyed the the tiny fights and the and yeah. the bits where. He goes from like small to big whilst in fights, yeah. so jumping around, punching. Even on. that effect of the kind of do 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 do, like the yeah. frames, that looks really cool, and it's quite yeah. different to other stuff. Uh, yeah. I I enjoyed that going into um, the yeah. the more negative, more negative stuff. Um, yeah. I think Cross is an interesting mm. businessman and stuff. Overall, as it kind of got to the end, I was a bit I don't really get. I think partly because it's. Yeah. The classic Marvel trope of yeah. the bad guy's just an evil version well, of the good say, guy. They they do the hand waving thing of like he's like my helmet, Hank's like my helmet contains stuff that stops you from going mad from the chemicals. And even I went a bit mad, and it's like alluding to him being like an alcoholic wife beater. In the yeah. I don't know if he's an alcoholic, but he's he's not a good dude. Yeah. He? And then they're like, but but Darren, his bald head is gonna get infected by all these things. <laughs> and then later on, they're like. He must have gone mad from particles. Yeah. It's like, okay. I, I mean, the whole time we saw him, he was insane because he kills that dude within like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I've literally it? written down particle altering brain chemistry <laughs> is dumb. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I think the like, yellow jacket design we didn't talk about. I think that's really cool. It is cool, cool yeah. It, it, it does fall into the like evil version of the villain thing, which they yeah. do a lot. I think well, at the time when this came out as well, we had had that a lot in those I kind of years leading up felt, to that. We haven't had that much recently, so I think it felt more like because he's he is very different. He can fly. He's got the like almost like Doc Ock Iron Spider. Yeah, laser and we, arms we and said stuff. the same when we talked about Black Panther. In that, like, I liked mm. uh, the villain in Black Panther. <laughs> what name? Or? Oh, no, the, the first Killmonger. one, Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah, I like yeah. Killmonger, but at the end, it was just. Two guys who are very similar. They're identical each other, in that, aren't they? Yeah, which was yeah. worse than this, but I think it's similar in that, like, it is just like two people who can shrink and get big fighting yeah. against each other. I, like... I think the fact that they their suits are designed differently and they have those slight diff. Well, yeah, yeah. has a couple extra bits. I think made the difference for me. But yeah, you were saying about um, negatives because that was going on to positives. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing I've got is that I think it's again something you look back in hindsight and can realize mm. is that when you kind of rewatch the film and you kind of think at the end, you're like. It is still just the Marvel formula, isn't it? And it's like, yeah, that's not necessarily criticism because I like all these films. It's yeah. not really an MCU film I don't like. Mm. But when it's when it's the same formula, you you it, it I think what it kind of makes you think is like, oh, I like that film, but it's the same as this other film that I like a bit more. If you know what I mean? Yes, I don't think any. Although, like, I prefer <sighs> Iron Man. Yeah, Ant Man. This, this feels and it's very, kind of a similar plot structure. Yeah, this feels very Iron Man one in the yeah in multiple ways. But the the elongated origin story that takes you know maybe a third, maybe even up to halfway before yeah. the suit comes out. Then a couple of sequences spr- sprinkled through, and then he fights the other version of himself, who is a close business partner. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I think even like I said, like I really, I wrote down that I really like the final sequence because it's so creative and fun. But it is almost like right now we've got to this point. Now there's going to be twenty five minutes of CGI action interspersed with them with their helmets off, and yeah. it like it, yeah, it, yeah. I I do totally get it. I think. I think because the ones that we've been watching as new releases 
haven't really fallen quite so much into that. They've fallen into yeah. like almost a new formula that it's been doing. Yeah. I think this felt quite refreshing to me, but it's not particularly original <laughs> overall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have masses of negatives to say apart from the kind of just reiterating what you've said. But yeah, I think it probably could have had a bit more Ant-Man-y stuff in it. Yeah, it's it's one of those that's like, I struggled to pinpoint kind of actual criticisms even though kind of at the end I was like yeah all right <laughs> you know yeah I think it's I hard to actually it. pinpoint why yeah. I did it. I wasn't like yeah I was pretty positive coming away from it but I was kind of looking forward to watching this and I kind of hadn't seen it for a while and stuff right. so I think yeah I think Paul Rudd is pretty good at carrying like mediocre things and this is <laughs> more than mediocre so I think it kind of pushed it up to, yeah, yeah. to, to that um, I've got yeah. a couple of bits of trivia yeah yeah go for it and one says that 11 minutes into the film Darren Cross jokes that the concept of shrinking a human sounds like a tale to astonish oh yes Ant-Man made his debut in comic Tales to Astonish number 27 January mm. 1962 uh, Darren Cross shrinks a chair as part of a demonstration <laughs> this was taken from the same comic where it's the first thing Hank Pym shrank was a chair right okay so yeah, yeah. it's classic Marvel they do like to hint yeah. at the kind that's of that's when he's material. talking about, he does the um, it zooms in on the little photos of Hank fighting in like the 60s yeah or the 70s whenever it's supposed to be um, I, yeah, I think those little sequences are fun where you see the little little yeah, Ant Man so jumping up. And that stuff. was uh, one of the was scenes that, be a whole... that uh, Edward had filmed. Was he yeah. was stealing like a microfilm from Panama, uh, and it had like a kind of semi-villain guy that Hank Pym fights. Right, as like, that would be an opening scene as an opening it? scene, yeah, yeah. and then kind of I think maybe in place of the scene we get with mm. Michael Douglas DA, yeah, 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 it would have just been that, and then cut to to oh, modern that day. Been great, yeah. Apparently, it's films. It probably exists somewhere, but we'll <laughs> never so see it. Curious stuff like that, though, aren't they? Damn, <laughs> we would never see. It. Um, uh, that is something people were a little bit upset about the fact they've skipped over Hank Pym and they've gone straight yeah. to the kind of legacy character. I saw that they when they originally were writing it there were some considerations to go with Hank Pym mm. but they were concerned about the character's backstory in the mm. comics with particularly like the, yeah, the yeah. abusive husband he was with at Janet. times yeah, yeah. particularly if they wanted to bring Janet in as they did in yeah. the second film and beyond as kind of a more and in main this character. it's kind of like oh it happened in the past because of reasons and stuff I can't remember what they say in two but you know I'm sure they have addressed their marital issues or whatever in yeah. some way rather than it being like this looming thing like when's <laughs> Hank gonna start slapping her and you're like oh god yeah, yeah. Um, god. it's kind of like with with the Iron Man films they they made Iron Man a bit of an alcoholic but yeah. not so much at that it no, like ruins his did. life like in the comics they did like what is it demon in a bottle over like 20 minutes instead of like 20 <laughs> yeah issues. exactly yeah, it's really it's literally like it's that one scene at the party where yeah. Rhodey takes his suits away and Iron Man too and, it's and he's like, like I'm pissing in my suits <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like a fun alcoholic he's not ever like not yeah. demon and that's in a bottle because, <laughs> it, because he's dying because he's got the poisoning yeah. so it's not even like it's not yeah 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 there's um you mentioned I don't know if this wait you say your second trivia in case we, we... <laughs> <laughs> okay um, the second bit is when promoting Baby Driver okay. Edgar Wright said he never watched the finished film saying it would kind of be like asking me do you watch your ex-girlfriend have sex <laughs> and I I get that and because <laughs> I saw that apparently like not, when, I, when I tried to do that it was <laughs> terrible <laughs> 
As in Edgar Wright not wanting to watch it. Yeah. I saw that uh, he first pitched the idea of an Ant-Man movie to Marvel in 2003. Oi. So it'd been like nearly 10 years he'd been kind of building this up. Yeah. To then have it kind of ripped away at the last second because of creative differences. Yeah. I understand why he never saw it. And it, it would be really weird because it's not even like he filmed all of it. There, It's someone else's interpretation of his script. Yeah. Which would be really like jarring and strange and yeah because i think all you could do is think about how it's different how you would have done yeah or like instead of actually enjoying it because he's quite he's very very tight on editing edgar Wright. so if there was an edit that was slightly yeah off you'd just be like it would just make your kind of it's not like he wrote like a batman film and then they made a batman Mm, a separate Batman film it's literally like mostly his script yeah yeah it's like his film that Peyton Reed doing it instead. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But yeah, the other thing I was going to mention is there's a line where Darren Cross catches them in the middle of the heist. And he's like, what did you think you were going to do? Stop the future with a heist? And people have come back to that and been like, that's the plot of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's Scott's I kind never... of leads the leads the plan there. So I don't know if that's an intentional thing or if it's just one of those kind of fan connections on a on a drawing yeah. board. Well, I, I doubt they'd had that plan. No, no. Then, but, but maybe it's kind of a fun. Like, oh. It's like, it's like when they uh, is it the kid in Iron Man two when they're like. Yeah, that's Peter Parker. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Sure. Um, Yeah, so I guess the last thing to do is ask you whether or not this has made you more or less hyped for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Project or Project No? Yeah, this is a Project for me. I'm I'm hyped. I think I'm also going to go Project, even though I was a bit more critical. (laughs) I think I like the Ant-Man character. I'm always happy to see more of. And you did also watch two films, not back to back, but you know, maybe maybe a little bit more oversaturated than well, me. Well, <laughs> we'll have to find out oh. when we do the next one. Better start watching Batman 2. Watch it with me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh BS, yes, thank you for listening. We'll be back next time to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. And yep. then it'll be time to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because these titles get longer and longer Uh, I can't wait for the next one after that (laughs) but if you want to check out more stuff like this we've got the Project Project on all podcast providers thanks for listening bye bye little bye (laughs) bye ants 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 Ant-Man Project Project